greatest rivalries where the margins are so very small. A single moment and the consequences for the All Blacks are significant. Let the Rugby Championship in 2022 begin. Good chest here for Bowden Barrett. Ball pops up for Yard. Pops oh! it away. And the street blocks are in. What about that for a pass? Kicks are continuing to be an issue. It's just a need to be more accurate on their line breaks. They need to be tougher and more disciplined when they've got the Springbok scrambling. Pollard with a drop kick. Over it goes. Look at this defence. They're just going nowhere here. Danger there. Then it's been dropped by Brazil. And try scored. And ultimately, it's the thing that's hurt them all day that hurt them in the finish, the aggressive line speed. And when they've needed to, they can't quite make those passes stick or work. Springboks too good on the day, and they get the victory by 26 points to 10. Tēnā koutou katoa, good evening and welcome into The Breakdown. Great to have you joining us this evening and we've got a lot to discuss over the next half an hour. A 16-point victory for South Africa in South Africa. The All Blacks just won from four tests in 2022. There's been so many words used to describe this performance. Lost, uh, missing confidence, rhythm and mojo. Issa Nathiwa, Mills Moliaina, how did you describe that performance? What did, what did you see out there? Well, first of all, another another week of hurt for the for Ian Foster and, and his team. Um, but definitely the better side won. You know, South Africa, the Springboks, what they went into this game and how they sort of performed, they they know their game plan. They know everyone's on the same page. Um, you know, tactically they were they were sound, but I just love the the way they went they went about their businesses. They won every sort of moment, and it was almost like we were we were kind of um, reactive as opposed to you know, challenging, challenging the spring box. So, um, yeah, look, another, another hard week. It was a phenomenal occasion. Like you talk about a test match, uh, cooker pressure environment, the scene was set, the fans turned up, they showed up in numbers for South Africa. Everything was there and the writing was on the wall. Um, you know, not a lot went right for the All Blacks, unfortunately, and probably highlighted a lot more deeper issues going on. But from a South Africa point of view, they, they came and delivered and did that what they do really, really well um, and created a great occasion and a great atmosphere. Yeah, when you look at South Africa, their biggest winning margin over the All Blacks in the professional era in South Africa. Are we in serious trouble? <laughs> look, look, the reality is uh, we're just over a year out from the Rugby World Cup. In the last six months, we've lost to the top three nations in the world. We've lost to France, we've lost a series to Ireland, and we've now lost to South Africa with another test to come in a week's time. How concerning is this? Oh, it's huge, isn't it? I think... There's no doubt, I mean, I mentioned it last week, there's no doubt in my mind, we've got the players. We've got some real talent there. What um, what I'm a little bit concerned about is how we're going to play this game. You know, how, what, are, what are we actually going out there and what sort of style are we actually looking to try and implement? We looked panicked, we looked rushed, um, and again, for another you know week in, um, in a row, we're, we don't sort of seem to understand what we're actually trying to achieve. There's so many little things that you could tweak or change um but overall from a game plan perspective if, if it's not right <laughs> then you're all trying to fix something within it then then there's a lot of hurt probably still to come um uh, before things sort of head in the right direction so are we in a you know world of hurt yeah we are absolutely and, and, and you're seeing that like the effort is there they're not clinical they're not seeing then then there's the tunnel visions there they go i'm going to try even harder and the harder you try the harder you try to run things out but no one's sort of thinking okay what's what's happening here 
let's refocus as a, as a leadership group and say, well, for the next five minutes, which is a long time in Test Match Rugby, we need to start pinning the corners. You know, we've, we've lost the battle in the air. Now it's our turn to be really try and win that moment back and try and pin the corners and put some pressure on South Africa. What we've got is a team that's trying even harder. And, and, the, more, and the harder they try to run themselves out of trouble and on different pages, the worse things get. And then they turn things over. Malcolm Marks is, is right on the block because the All Blacks are hesitant. They're almost individualistic because they're trying so hard. And then, you know, mistakes happen. The momentum's gone. Before you know it, you're, you're, you're under more pressure. And so it's a team that's struggling for confidence. Um, and unfortunately, as, as I said, we've got X-Factor players. We can turn it around, but our confidence levels are, are well down. Hard to watch, isn't it? It was hard to look at the stats this morning as well because it was completely one-sided. The territory, the possession, handling errors. Yeah, look, the, the, the stats speak for themselves. You know, I saw a telling stat that Bowden Barrett was probably our highest ball carrier. Mm. That's probably not a great sign when you're thinking about tactics, you know, but defensively, um, from a set-piece point of view, from winning the metre and winning all those stats, you know, South Africa completely obliterated the All Blacks. Mm. Um, and it was just so telling in the performance. Do we know our game plan? I don't think we do. I honestly don't think we do. I, I think that the heart and soul in that are there. Yeah. They're definitely trying, but I think there's a lot of confusion about, you know, where do we go to, you know, next and, you know, what do we need to change up on the day? Well, we're going to talk about tactics and coaching and player personnel a little bit later on. But first, we've got a team on the ground in South Africa. Justin Marshall was there with Skulkberger. We've got the right man for the job here because this test match has been heavily analysed already, but... An area that was a speciality, speciality of yours was the breakdown. It's been a problem for the All Blacks, was in the Irish series and was again in this test match. Why are they losing that contest from your perspective of the All Blacks and why are the Springboks yeah. so very good? They knew Malcolm Marks was going to get over the yeah. ball, but they couldn't move him. Yeah, Malcolm was outstanding. I don't think he was up for this one. It was his 50th. He's only started half the test matches he's ever played in. He had so much value, whether he's starting or he's coming off the bench. I think why it's so difficult to steal the ball against the, bo the box, because there's not a lot of passes happening on and we, we get gain line. So it's three forwards, goes to the normal man, they set it up. Whenever we do start offloading, you'll see the box also not as sharp as the breakdown. For me, the All Blacks is just a little bit too loose. And they try and play without the gain line. I think they're one of the few teams in the world that don't dominate gain line and still tries to play around you. And you know the, sh the story. As soon as you start getting a leg chop, people are running away from the support. They duck inside, they fall with the ball inside. And then Malcolm Marks was just outstanding on the breakdown. So that's a little bit to lose from the All Blacks. And, and whenever the box defense is, is hard to play against, and it's their line speed, and their line speed doesn't stop like we mentioned before. They keep on carrying on. 10, 15 yards deep and catch you behind the gain line. But it started with a kicking game and the box bossed every single part of the kicking game tonight. What, what do you make of the makeup of this current back row that we are selecting? There was a lot of debate that maybe Scott Barrett may have played at yeah. six. Did you yeah. think that that would happen? I, I thought that might have happened this weekend because he's quite an explosive ball carrier. Um, and even though, you know, he's a lock at heart, we need, you need someone to go through the guts. Um, and we've got to throw it back to like a Jerome Kano of old against the box, he's going to front up for 80 minutes. Look, every single one of these All Black Lose squads are great players. At the moment, you know, if anyone stands outside of Sevilla, sometimes it looks like a one-man band because he does a bit of everything. Um, you know, it's hard when, you, you, when you're captain in any side and you're probably not playing your best and you've got a lot on your shoulders and I think that's where Sam Kane's at. Um, so it's quite hard to free yourself up because uh, that pressure just sit there and it, it, I think it clouds your judgment on decision-making where the team's at within a game. And then our Kiro Yane, I think I'll pick for certain games. 
um, especially when he can dominate in the wide game, uh, in the wide channels. He's like another back. Such nice skill set, but against the box, I don't see him enough mixing it with our big boys. And, and, and that's where you've got to fight fire with fire, I think, against this pop defence. Okay, there you have it. Maybe some selections up for debate during the week and breakdown is definitely a work on. Excuse the pun. Anyway, Scala, what you are over here is very good host. So I think we go get a braai and a beer. I'll get the beer sorted for you, both. Beautiful. Thank you. Oh, fantastic work. Great to be able to get Skogberger's opinion as well. He's such a great analyst of the game. He talked about it. We knew it was coming. The physicality, the size from South Africa, fighting fire with fire, the script, it was written and nothing changed. Why were we not prepared for that? You've got to bully a bully. And that's, yeah. that's what the South Africans are. They're huge men. You know, they're, they're massive men and they love contact. This is what they love. And so when you go into a match, there's a couple of ways you've got to win that physicality. Obviously, you know, one-on-one, -on -one, when you're tackling, when you're, when you're ball carrying, you win, the, you win the, the game line. But when also when you haven't got the ball, that you're belting them. And I, there's a couple of times we did belt them, but it's got to be consistent. It's got to be all, all day long because they'll keep coming back. But the other side of it as well is the set piece. You've got to win the set piece battle because they love a set piece. They love a scrum and things like that. So when those things marry up and then you it comes back down to one little one little aspect. Well, you know we're, we're okay, you know, in the in the lineouts and the, in the scrums. But when it comes back down to the brawn that you're talking about, you've got to win that. You've got to have a guy that when when the big South African boys are running around the corner and there's this guy that's standing up, i.e. Jerry Collins or Jerome Kaino, they don't want to run that ball straight and they want to do a little bit of footwork. And all all, all of a sudden, you've won that little bit of that, that battle. And so, I guess. It was, it's always there. Um, when Ian Foster picked his side, it was kind of like, okay, we're going to play a hard and fast game because of the players that he picked. We're going to get a little bit wider. But you can't do that unless you win the upfront battle first and foremost, and we just didn't win that. It goes, it goes part of the possible with, with being tactically in the position to do that. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're not in the position to win that meter and and win that breakdown clinically and you're not directed around the field, you're, you're up for a hiding again. Um, every time the... South African team kicked. If we talk about kicking game, they kicked on their own terms. Yes. Every player defaulted into their system, knew where they needed to be, knew what the next phase was, but they kicked on their terms. Everything the All Blacks did from a kick point of view was reactive. And they weren't directed around tactically. They hadn't won the meter. They hadn't won the physical battle. Then they kicked and kicked poorly yeah. again. So it's just this repeat, um, repeat things that just spiral off not winning that contact area. But the South Africans love that area. And we just couldn't match it and couldn't even get the better of it. You know, through experience, these guys will get better. And it's usually through losses. And the, the past teams of the, the best All Blacks, they all faced some adversity, learned from it, got better understood things collectively, tactically, um, and then won from it. But I, I, I'm, I guess my, these players that I see out there are only experiencing that now and need to experience more of it to get better. I mean, you spoke about that a couple of weeks ago, didn't you, the experiences that you all went through. Why are we all of a sudden having a problem in the year? Why are we not winning this battle? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I mean, having been there myself, it's such a tough battle to be able to win. But it doesn't, it doesn't, the focus doesn't, go on the guys catching the ball. It starts way back on who you put the pressure on in terms of the, the kicker. So you've got to put a, uh, the pressure on him first and foremost because that's where it all comes from. If he if, if he doesn't get an accurate kick in there, well, you've won that. Then it comes back to the guys that are, that are turning back around to help you. The 12 o'clock that's in front of you, the 6 o'clock as well for any loose stuff. But the way they were kicking, and I go back again to my point, in the 22, you, it's right on top of you. You're not, you haven't got an opportunity to actually get in there and get some height. So I think... 
that's possibly what they were training, um, you know, during the week. You know, when you have the turtle out and you're running in, they're getting kicks within, our, you know, within the middle of the park. Not the ones that are just, you know, right on top of you. Where you've got to get elevation. You've got to get elevation well, and you've got to get, get, get really strong. And this is where you're at a loss because the South African wingers were just chasing. Look at how look at how how easy their run into the ball was. Exactly. And tackle and go well you know forwards you've got to escort these guys off the ball to give them the give them the fair chance to actually go up in the air you can't focus on that when you're in this environment like there's there's too many things to fix and yet south africa understood what they needed to do tactically their wingers went a hundred percent for the ball and solely focused on the ball so that's one more tactic that you can't change week to week that just doesn't automatically click into place but you know south africa executed spot on well, we're going to head back to the Republic now. Jeff Wilson and Ma'a Nonu are on the ground and they're talking selection changes ahead of Alice Park in a week's time. Well, team, Ma'a Nonu joined us for the weekend for this big match. And Ma, this is not the result the All Blacks were looking for. Will they have more questions than answers tonight as a team? You've sat inside a change room when the result hasn't gone your way. I've done the same. What would you be asking yourself if you're this All Black side? Yeah, look, I wouldn't want to be sitting there right now. Uh, and I've been there before. I guess as long as the boys stay together. So what went wrong? I mean, you talk about that, and we talk about some of the specifics of the game. We sort of knew what to expect. The Springboks didn't really show us anything we hadn't seen before. So if you're the All Blacks, what adjustments can you make and can you make quickly? I think for me, I, I, I would like to see the All Blacks play with more territory. Maybe in the first 10 minutes, we could try and pin the corner use territory in terms of we can get a set piece and then we can attack. One of the um, weaknesses tonight we had was the high ball. And we've seen yeah. it probably in the Irish series and we couldn't catch a high ball. Our defence line, which is at the front, should automatically drop back and even cover the, and even have blocks at those kickers so when they can go out and catch it. I mean, would you make changes? Are there players you'd like to see get an opportunity? Well, I think we'll, we've probably had a couple of injuries tonight, especially with Bowden. Um, Geordie went down as well. Geordie went down. So who, who does that open the door for? I guess you still have you know, Severus on the side, uh, Stephen Perifetta, who actually played outstanding this year for the Blues, so we might see him next week. Are you confident this all-black team and this management team can turn it around in seven days? 100%. What gives you that belief? 120%. Why, what gives you that belief? This is where we've been in the past. Our back's against the wall, and there's nowhere to go. Anywhere to go is up, and I believe in these guys all the way. Mark. It's been great to have you with us. Thank we'll you. have you with us next weekend. Enjoy your week in South Africa. The fans love you here. They've been all over you. You're a superstar, but team, we know there's a lot of discussion, a lot of debate that's going to happen over the next seven days. Well, look, if Ma'anonu believes, we all have to have reason to believe as well, right? We've got seven days to turn this ship around. Alice Park, you'll talk about it, Mills, not an easy place to go, but in terms of selection... Have we got it right? What would you like to see from the All Blacks 23 in a week's time, Issa? Oh, look, you've got to really think about, you know, is this game, go, are we trying to win this or are we thinking about the future? And I hate to say that, but I think that question needs to be asked because there are guys that haven't even had a run out in the squad. Um, if we are thinking about this from the future point of view and and breeding new guys, I think there's no better cauldron to go than go and learn what it's like to play against South Africa in Alice Park. You just, you know, you will learn what Test Match footy is all about. If And these guys that might be debuting or could get a start, they'll learn a hell of a lot about themselves. It all depends on that conversation that Ian Foster's had with the rugby union. And, 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 I, and I don't want to sort of, 
you know, dwell about, about it, but his mindset now has to be brave. If it is the fact this is his last game and he needs a result for this last game, he's got to be bold. He's got to make those changes. And a little bit for the future, but I think you, you need a couple of guys that sort of come in. I think you, you revert back to... You know, Bowden at the back, and um, and Wonga comes comes into the, into the team to drive the team around a little bit. I think also, you know, Scott Barrett, you know, moves to six to really bring that hard nose edge and possibly bring a two-po vibe, you know, into the side because he's shown that in Super Rugby. You know, the, what he can do. He's also he's got a little bit of edge about him as well, but he needs growth in that. If I was there, certainly as Ian Foster, and I don't want to be that at the moment, <laughs> but um, if I was there and I knew this is, you know, uh, having the conversation that I've had with a New Zealand rugby and they said, this, you know, you don't win this and you're gone. I've got to be bold. I've got to be bold and say, well, here's the guys I'm putting out there now. And those are the guys for me that I would put out there. You, you, he's doomed if he does, doomed if he doesn't exactly. in, this, in this area. So it'll, it'll show what the conversations had this week around bang on selection. You know, these guys getting out and actually having an opportunity to, to perform at that level. But they can't be criticised individually after this match no. if it doesn't go well. Yeah. Because it's, you know, this is what's out there. It's a learning experience, except where we're at and that we're developing. But they can't be single-handedly pinpointed after the match saying you had a bad game. That's the end of it. Because it's just, you know, you're setting yourselves up for failure. He would have loved that luxury, you know, before the start of the season, before the, the Irish series. He would have loved the luxury of saying, well, hey, here's how many test matches we've got. You know, we're prepared to lose, you know, this, this and that. And we've got the, you've got our backing, you know not get to the point where he's constantly every week trying to get that win to try and please everyone else. So, I don't, and I don't think he has that, and, and it's, that's part of the issue. Ireland, Ireland bled a hell of a lot of players under Joe Schmidt six years ago yeah. to get them to this point. <laughs> yeah. Stuart Lancaster bled, you know, so many of those backs to Alangi, um, all those young guys at the 2015 World Cup to be where they are now. Yeah. We have to actually sit back as a nation and go, well, this is where we're at. Yeah. We have to take stock. Um, Get some new blood out there. Not just a week. Maybe maybe give them a couple of years, that's what you're saying. 100%, you know, and it can't come back to that, you know, whoever's in the position for the future, you know, they can't be can't be all judged on one week of footy. And that's the problem, right? Every week the All Blacks go out there and they ex are expected to win, and so is the head coach, Ian Foster. We're going to talk about him right after this. I actually felt for us it was probably a step up from our last series, you know. Well, I think in many ways we, we probably, it's probably our best performance of the year. Well, we've got another week here and so we've just got to get back on the horse and start, start, start chipping away. We've just got to stay positive and keep working, mate. It's not far, it's not like, um, it's not like we're way off, but um, it doesn't take away how, how disappointed we are with tonight because um, we're really targeted at this. Interesting from Ian Foster, one of the most improved performances of the year, remembering what the results have been, one victory and four tests this year. Was that an improved performance? Was that accurate? Was that deluded? Oh, I, I think it, it might have been an improved performance on what they were focusing on. The, 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 the few key areas that they came off the back of the Irish test, then they said, look, these are the areas we're going to focus on. You can say our defence was a lot stronger. But remember, the South Africans didn't play. Yeah. So they weren't tested. You know, was it an improved performance? It probably was in the eyes of coaches on what they were focusing on, but probably nothing more. Yeah, what, what are you actually improved in and what? You know, what are those things, those uh, criteria that you're, you're, you're talking about? Yeah, okay. He's probably more thinking on the back, on the back end of the pressure they've been under. Yeah. You know, back, back here in New Zealand and say, okay, this is an improved performance. We fronted up physically in, in these sort of departments, like you've said, Issa. It still wasn't good enough because we didn't we didn't fire a shot. 
This is not an easy position, but do you see any way that he can continue leading this side forward as the All Blacks head coach in a week's time after this next test at Alice Park? He has to. He, he has to. And, and this is where I'm probably a little bit disappointed about you know this review that sort yeah. of happened. They, they, they probably needed to have the confidence, well, actually have the nous and ball, should I say it, to, to do it, to, to let him go along with his, um, you know, with his assistants. You know, they've, they've sort of let him on and now I'd say, well, you've got another two, you've got another two. So what comfort does a coach have when, when you're in that position? So who knows what the conversation said? There's all, obviously stuff that's come out. They've brought that, would have had conversation in his living room, apparently. <laughs> but It's like we were all there. Exactly, right, exactly. And, and so... He's got to. He's, um, you know, when, when you're in this and you feel for him because yeah. he is a human and he's, he's trying his hardest. But this is one of the nature, the nature of the beast when you're in, in the All Blacks environment and the expectation that they have for you. So he's got to do it one last week. And uh, as I said, brave, he's got to make brave decisions in terms of his selections, but he's also got to stick at it. They've got to make a decision on whether, you know, going forward, and this is New Zealand Rugby Union, whether going forward this is the best thing or have we got enough time? I, I love to see him, them, you know, give him the confidence to go right through to the end of the championship. If he loses the Peters though, then I think he's, he's got to go. But I think they should have given him confidence to say, at the end of the championship, no, if the performance isn't thing because this, this isn't that, then you're gone. Not, let's do it Wait, for another two weeks. weeks. You've yeah. had three weeks after the Irish had a review. They'll go on another two weeks, another well, another two weeks again, and then another review. Yeah. They've got to be bold in coming out and, and telling him what he needs to be, what he needs to um, have done. Uh, do I dare to ask you? Do we win this next test? You predicted one all, Mills. Yeah, I did. So is this the one? I was. I thought that they'd, they'd win the first one. Their backs are, are definitely against the wall. I want them to win. Yeah. I, I so want that place, Alice Park, such a hard place to win. And you know, right from the get go, when you're coming in on the bus. They don't want you to win, man. You're in hostile <laughs> <laughs> so, You want them to oh, win. Oh, I, I, I want them to win. I, yeah. I, I, don't I want them to win. Absolutely, I do. Do you think they'll win, Asa? Uh, oh, I, I, if I'm being honest, I don't think they will. I want them to. I want to see these players exposed to give themselves an opportunity. But I think the battle is too uphill to make changes when you've got a South African team that is at the top of their game and can get better. So I think it's probably one hill too steep. Well, it is tough. It has been tough going for the All Blacks, the coaches, the players as well. We feel for all of them. Fantastic job from you two today. And thank you for joining us on The Breakdown this week. We'll be back to do it all again after Test 2 in Alice Park. <laughs>